Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 87. And today I want to talk about this idea of the time is now. Why you shouldn't delay signing up for, training for, and racing your first 50K. <sighs> This is going to be a little bit of a tough love episode. We haven't done one of these for a while, and I can't promise that it won't have any four-letter words in it. So if you need to hit pause or change and wait or put your headphones in, I'll give you a little bit of time to do that before I launch into my thoughtful, passionate rant for the day. (laughs) But really, it really is tough love, okay? So... I just want to say that there is nothing that infuriates me more than hearing somebody repeatedly say, I'd love to do an ultra, but dot, 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 insert excuse here. Okay. I've heard this a million times. I'd love to, but I don't have time. I'd love to, but I have kids. Um, I love to, but I work a full-time job. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard, you guys. And look, this isn't about me even though it might sound that way, but I can actually see both sides of the coin here. I understand the wanting to, but insert excuse. However, I sort of sit on the other side of the coin, having done this and being able to look back and say, but here's how you can do it. It is possible. There is a way, there is an avenue, right? I see the people that say they want to do, and I see the people that get it done. I, I see the people that talk the talk, and I see the people that actually walk the walk, like actually get it done. And literally, you guys, there's no difference between the two groups other than the fact that one group went all in and decided to commit and do it. And the other group can't make that decision to save their freaking lives. That's it. That is the only difference. It does not matter what insert excuse here you have. That's it. Because there's always a way to work around, overcome, go through to get to what it is that you really want. I know people that have been saying that they want to do ultras for years. And I'm pretty sure you probably know these people too. Maybe you are one of these people or you're surrounded by people that keep saying this and you're the one that's actually done the ultra, but you're hearing all these people and you're sort of like me and you're like, but here, take my hand. I will show you the way. And they just keep repeating this same. It's almost like a rote script over and over and over again. And every time I see these people, they launch into a laundry list of reasons why they haven't done it yet. You didn't ask, or I I didn't ask. They just seem to offer. It's like your presence triggers them (laughs) to offer up this laundry list of excuses of why they haven't done it yet. And I personally think that this is because they feel guilty because they know their excuses are bullshit. They know how much they feel the need and the want to do this thing, but they just can't, and with all the love in the world, they can't get out of their own way. And then they follow it up by saying, someday that dream will come true, but they just can't seem to make the stars align for that to happen. Like I'm, this, I'm sort of paraphrasing an actual recent conversation that I had with somebody. And inside, my inside brain is just like screaming, like clawing to get out saying like, someday? Why not now? Like, why not? I mean, I literally can't think of 
a real legitimate reason for it not to be right now. And please also, just as a side note, don't bring the stars into this. <laughs> There's no amount of stars aligning that's going to result in you running an ultra. Okay. And that actually sort of by saying that it will only happen when the stars align sort of downplays everybody else's efforts because crossing the finish line is going to take hard work, dedication, grit, perseverance, and quite frankly, a little bit of blood, a little bit of sweat, and probably some tears. Okay. Like I'm just going to be honest. That's the price of admittance. And I feel like you should know that ahead of time. Now, if you're hearing this and thinking that sounds fucking terrible, (laughs) maybe an ultra isn't for you, but I would actually argue that if you're hearing this and you think it sounds terrible, I would argue that an ultra is exactly what you need. Some of you heard me say that and you're like, yes, where do I sign up? Or at the very least, the idea of working hard isn't off-putting to you. You can, you could get behind the idea of embracing a challenge. Now, like I'm a little off track here, but I think it's all sort of part and parcel of the same conversation that now is the time. Now's the time. Okay. There will never be a better time than right now. However, there will always be something standing in your way, something that's more important in air quotes, something that takes precedence, something that you quote unquote have to do. We all have these things. And I would argue that you'd even be better served figuring out a way to do that thing, whatever it is, and run your ultra at the same time concurrently. And I know this is probably a very unpopular opinion. It's like, no, but I I should just make it easy for myself. I should wait until that thing is over and then do this and then focus my attention on that. But you know what happens when you start to sort of try to line things up one behind the next, behind the next. It's like by the time you get to the end of the first thing, something else will pop up and be the thing that is more important or take precedent or thing that you have to do. And then you just keep pushing the goal of doing an ultra further and further and further away. And then at some point you come to the end of the next thing and you're like, fuck, it's like three years. I'm literally channeling this person that I had this conversation with at the gym the other day where they were like, yeah, I just, I want to do this race. But then it's like, it's like work and the kids and like, you know, I got to go to this place and that place. And it's like, uh, okay, I'm I'm happy to have this conversation with you, but I can't solve these problems for you. I can sort of point you in the right direction, and like, if you want some guidance on this, like I I can help you, but I physically can't solve those problems for you. Like you are going to have to make the decision and start to parse things out in their order of importance for you, not in the order that somebody else dictates for you which I get is super hard. You know, like you have work, you have lives, you have family, you have a job. However, you also have goals and dreams of your own. And at what point did those become low man on the totem pole, so to speak? Last priority. One of the things that we talk about in Run Your First 50K is how to set goals, how to recruit help, how to bring people into the fold and get them on board with your objective. Because it's probably pretty common that you're on board for everybody else's shit. And like you, you sort of get some resistance sometimes when people, when you ask for help or, you know, assistance or support 
when you want to do something. And that can be tricky. So we talk about this and we sort of work through this. But oftentimes that is the thing that keeps people from doing it because they're like, well, I don't have support. And here's my sort of side tangent on that. I hadn't really planned on going down this avenue, but I'm a firm believer that you're going to have to generate your own support to start with. People aren't going to believe in you straight out of the gate. I mean, I do, but that's because like I've made it my mission to believe in you. I don't even know you and I 100% believe in your mission. That's a lie. I know many of you that listen to this podcast. I'm specifically talking about the people that are new that I haven't met, who I haven't traded emails with, who I don't follow yet on Instagram. Um, If I don't know you yet, I still believe in you and your ability to get this done. Because when you really want to do something, there's nothing that will stand in your way. And if you keep using, I don't have support, I don't have time, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I personally think that that is self-generated and there's going to be this hump that you have to get over at the beginning where you generate your own interest, your own momentum, your own motivation, your own hype squad. And that's what's going to get you started because quite frankly, you haven't proved to anybody that you can do it yet. And this is, I'm just being honest, right? You have no evidence in the past that you can do this thing. And so people aren't going to buy into this idea unless, however, you have proven to people before that you, when you say something, you mean it and you're going to do it. But if you've sort of just been saying, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. They've heard it before. You've, you've been saying it and then you don't follow through. So don't be surprised when people don't support you. So in the beginning, it's going to be hard. You're going to have to generate your own support. You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to do the heavy lifting. I liken it to trying to push a huge boulder up a hill. It's hard to get that sucker rocking so that you can at least start to get it to roll. But once it's rolling, you just got to keep going. You got to keep pushing that thing up the hill because if you stop, what's going to happen? It's going to roll back and it's going to crush you. And that's where a lot of people, now I'm like way off topic, but that's where a lot of people end up going wrong, right? Quitting because they stop, they let off the gas, they stop pushing. And then the rock rolls back on them and they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Okay. So I would argue that you would be way better served figuring out how to do whatever the thing is that you have to do and running your ultra training for your ultra at the same time. Because even if it goes against everything that you believe about allocating your time, reducing your stress, and trying to live a balanced life, I personally can guarantee that the benefits that you'll get from training for and completing that ultra will amplify your day-to-day life a hundredfold, a thousandfold, hands down, bar none, no questions asked. And while you're going through it, you're going to be like, she lied. (laughs) This sucks. (laughs) She said it was going to be great. She said it was going to amplify my life. It was going to make everything a thousandfold better. I didn't lie. You just haven't gotten there yet. Okay? Because you need to put in the work in order to reap the results and the rewards. And the training is a process. And all of that, the the 1,000-fold improvement comes through embracing the process and following the journey, even though I hate that word. I don't know why it's like my personal trigger word, but like it's a process. 
and the results come at the end after you've mastered the process. Because going through the training process, figuring out how to schedule, how to time, how to feed yourself, how to recover, how to train, what gear you need, that's a process. You're not going to have the answers right away. I mean, if you join Run Your First 50K, I give you cheat sheets that will help you to shorten the learning curve. But if you're doing it on your own, then yeah, you're going to have to take some time and try this and then figure it out and then try that and see what works. And that all is working towards making you a stronger, more resilient, more capable runner. If, if I just gave you all the answers, it would be no fun, even though lots of you right now are thinking, no, just give me the answers, <laughs> right? You wouldn't value it as much as if you went through the process and did the training, learned the lessons the hard way. Some of them you'll learn the easy way, but you will value the whole experience and the result and the finish that much more. And that's when training for and completing that ultra will amplify your day-to-day life a thousandfold. Now, listen, I want to give you a little bit of perspective here. Okay. I, I was sort of talking to a bunch of people over the course of the last week about this very topic, like all across the spectrum. And I'm going to give you this perspective. So everything from the person that I talked to at the gym who was like, well, you know, I would love to, but the stars just don't align all the way through this spectrum to people who are currently in the process of training, like the, the women in the first run your first 50 K group who are sort of like digging in, they're going through the modules, they're learning, we're getting on the calls, we're talking about it. And they're like actively engaged in the process of trying to figure out my race day. What do I need to do? How do I need to be training? How many weeks do I have? All that jazz. To some of these people that that I know either personally or that I've traded emails with over the course of the last two, three months, right? So personally, I know someone right now that's training for a race while moving and changing jobs simultaneously, and she has a husband and kids, right? So like, it's not just her moving and changing jobs. Like she has a whole family and she's currently training for an ultra and she's going to crush it, <laughs> I know somebody who's a professional chef who owns a restaurant and is training for a 50K. If you don't think that person has stress and works weird hours and is on their feet and like has to deal with cranky people like and is training for a 50K, come on now. I know someone, and this will really kick you in the pants. I know someone who with incurable stage four liver cancer who is out there right now training for ultras in between rounds of chemo. I mean... Come on, people. If that doesn't light a fire under your ass, I don't know what will. I literally don't know how to tell you that you're running out of time better than by giving that example. So, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want this to take a dark turn, but let's be real. I'm running out of time and you're running out of time. So the longer you keep saying, I wish I could, but dot, 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 right? And you just keep pushing that dream. You keep pushing that goal. You're trying to wait for the quote unquote right time for when the stars align. <laughs> like it's, it's never going to happen. The perfect time is never going to happen. It's never going to come. I can guarantee you I waited for a long time to run my first ultra because I thought, oh, I don't know, like... Maybe six months from from now, I will feel better about it. I'll be more confident in myself. I will know what to do. Mm, Nope, sorry. That's not how it works. 
I told you before that I can honestly say that my life got infinitely better when I made the decision to start doing ultras. Was it tough to get started? Yeah. Was scheduling a challenge? Mm hmm. You bet. Were there times that I wanted to quit? Absolutely. Would I trade one second of the last 10 plus years of all of this process? No. Mm -mm, Not one. I wouldn't. So this is your sign from the universe being channeled through me. Okay. Just bite the bullet and sign up for that ultra. I can promise you that you will figure out how to make it happen on the way. Because here's another secret that seems to come up all the time. There's this sort of underlying current of, well, if I knew what to do, then I would do it. Then I would sign up for the ultra. But actually, that's not the way it works at all. But for some reason in the world of running, we seem to think that that is how it should work. And I'm guilty of this. 100%. If you have heard me talk about this before, I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat myself. But I used to be um, uh, like the world's worst player. Like I wouldn't play a game if I didn't know that I could win, right? Like I needed to know I could win in order to play the game against you because I just couldn't suffer the loss. And I thought that I had to know how to do everything before I actually started to do anything, (laughs) which is like completely ridiculous logic. And it wasn't until I just decided, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sign up for this race. I sort of like went way outside my comfort zone and signed up for the race. And I had no freaking idea how to do it. And that's the thing. You don't have to know all the steps ahead of time in order to do it. You just have to take the first step and then see where that puts you. And then you take another reassess and then another and another, so on and so forth until you basically show up on race day, ready to kick some ass. And that's how I did it back in the day. That's how millions of other runners do it too. And you might think that everybody but you has it all figured out because that's where I was back in the day. I was like, I can't do this ultra. Like I'm going to show up. I'm going to look like a complete idiot. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I'm going to like be dressed wrong. I'm going to not have the right stuff. I'm, I'm going to be DFL dead fucking last. It's going to be a shit show. And I, my ego <laughs> really was like my ego couldn't take the hit. But what I learned over time was that nobody has it figured out. <laughs> Like everybody's trying to figure this whole thing out as we go. And it's a process. I mean, not not to like beat a dead horse, but like I had no idea how to train for 200 miles. So I talked about this at probably at nauseum when I threw my name in the hat for Tahoe. I literally had no idea. And you might be thinking, well, you've run 100 miles. Yeah, I have, but that's only half the distance. (laughs) Like I hate to point out the obvious, but it's only halfway. And if you listen to the Tahoe episode, then you'll know that at the halfway point, I sort of had like a serious systems failure with my feet. It was like something that I had never encountered before. Like my feet had always been really good. I mean, to this day, not to be gross, but like I still have patches on my feet that are sort of peeling that I'm trying to figure out, okay, why is this still happening? Like you would think a month after that my feet would be good by now, but they're not. We're almost, we're almost a month and a half now. So you just have to start. 
Okay. Just take the first step. And for some of you that might be digging out your running shoes because you've abandoned them somewhere in your closet or in the trunk of your car or whatever. I want you to do it today. Don't, no questions. No, don't give me any lip. (laughs) Channeling my mom here. Um, For some of you, that might be texting your friend and making plans to go for a run or a walk, right? If it's been a while, out, do it today. Don't, don't even, don't even think about it. Just literally go to your phone, text them and do it. Okay. I think where a lot of people shoot themselves as the foot is that they way overanalyze. They way overthink it. Just act. If it, if the thought, one of the best pieces of advice that I can give people sort of from a fitness perspective is if you have a thought that flashes across your brain, a thought that is going to put you in, in the, um, uh, set you up for success for tomorrow. Like if I was sitting here and thinking, oh man, like I don't have any food. I should like make a list so that when I go out tomorrow, I can, right. I can swing by the store and grab it. Like if you have that thought, do it immediately. Don't like put it on your to-do list and then, you know, put it on the bottom of your to-do list and forget about it. Do it immediately. If you have the thought like, oh man, I should text so-and-so so we can set a time to go for a run, do it now. Don't like put it on the list and forget about it and let it get buried and then get sidetracked by the things that you are take precedence or more important, the things that you have to do. Like just steal these little moments and like take back these little pieces of time and do the things that are going to set yourself up for success. Okay. For some of you, this might be hitting the sign up or pay now button on that race that you've been contemplating for a while. Do it today. Seriously, just do it. Because once you sign up, then you're committed, right? You've made a decision. You've committed to it. And even if you're second guessing yourself after you hit the, the button, because I have, I've personally gotten a lot of emails from people like, holy fucking shit, I just signed up for this race. I'm freaking out. I have no idea what to do. Help. <laughs> the number of emails that I've gotten that are like that, it's, I mean, I love getting them because I'm like, yes, now they're in. Like they have, they've taken the step, they've decided, they've committed, now they're in. So if that's you, do it today. And then I want you to email me and tell me, send me the link, tell me what race you signed up for. Okay. For some of you, this could be recommitting to your training because you've fallen off the wagon. You've lost interest. You forgot that this was a journey and a process and you've just let things hijack your training. Okay. Today's the day to get back on the wagon. And it can be as simple as digging out your running shoes, pulling out your clothes and setting them up for the night before, making a better meal choice today so that tomorrow you have enough energy or you're, you know, you're prepped, you have extra time to do the run, like whatever it is. Okay. If you've fallen on the wagon, get back on. Something is better than nothing. Okay. You don't have to like, literally, if you've fallen off the wagon, you don't need to go out and crush 25 miles today, right? That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is what's the smallest viable action you can take today that will boost your momentum, that will boost your motivation, that will get you excited about doing something tomorrow. Okay. It's a process you guys. All right. It starts right now today with one simple step that's going to set you up for success so that you can take the next one and the next one and the next one. 
right? You don't just decide to run a 50K and then tomorrow you go out and do it. We've sort of been conditioned to have this instant gratification. And if things don't go our way 100% of the time, we bail. And I think through this process of training for ultras, you learn patience and persistence. It's funny. I don't know if any of you guys follow me on um, Instagram, but in my stories, I've been sharing the process of stripping two layers of wallpaper off of our bedroom. And it is the most excruciatingly painful process because the the top layer in in most cases will come off relatively easy, but the bottom layer is so old. It's literally fused to the sheetrock. And I think I've recently discovered that the sheetrock that was put up didn't have that like gypsum. Is it gypsum coating on the top? I know that sheetrock is typically made with gypsum, but what I'm discovering, long story short, is that the wallboards underneath are basically raw. So like they glued this wallpaper to a rough surface, which means that it like, it's basically super glued on. (laughs) It is crazy frustrating. And I posted about it in my stories and someone wrote to me and they asked me the question, would you rather run 200 miles again or complete this project of doing the wallpaper? And I was like, honestly, right now it's a toss up. (laughs) But I can honestly tell you that it, it is because of my longstanding practice of practicing patience and persistence and showing up every day and putting one foot in front of the other that I am willing to go through this process of stripping this wallpaper. Frank, my pacer from Tahoe, actually sent me a a note on Instagram and was like, yeah, we had a similar situation. He's like, I honestly contemplated just burning the house down. I was like, if it was an option for me, (laughs) like if I could just light the wall on fire and get rid of this wallpaper, I 100% would. But that would also be a shortcut and go against everything that I talk about. So I'm exercising the skills that I have learned through ultra (laughs) to tackle this wallpaper project. Okay. I'm way off topic now, but I hope, hope that you guys can see where I'm going with this and how important this is that these little skills that we build translate into increasing our quality of life. I'm not suggesting that you guys are all going to want to go and like peel 17 layers of wallpaper off your walls and that's going to make your life better. But what I am saying is that this process forces you to develop patience, develop persistence, develop grit and perseverance to be able to handle all of the other shit that happens in life. So if you're currently dealing with shit and you're thinking, oh, it would be easier if I waited and then I'll do my ultra, I guarantee you it won't be. It's not going to get any better. There's never going to be a better time. The time is now. And as I'm saying that, I'm sort of having this like flash to like these cult leaders that are like, the time is now. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to turn you into like a cult of ultra runners. Although that, I mean, if all of you did just take action today based on this episode, I'd be super excited because that would mean that you were going to reap the benefits somewhere down the line. But I'm not trying to turn this into a cult. (laughs) I don't have the skills for that. Okay. So that's all for this tough love episode. You guys, I I literally do love all of you. I believe in all of you. I have faith that every single one of you can do this. And I want all of you to succeed in accomplishing your ultra goals, whether that is running your 
first 10K right now so that you can lead up to your first 50K or if it's your farthest race to date. I want everything for you. And everything that I share here is for that sole purpose. I'm literally giving you everything I know, everything that helped me accomplish my goals. And all you have to do is take it, wait for it, and literally run with it. (laughs) Okay. I had to sneak a pun in there somewhere. Frank will be super happy because it's like almost a dad joke. (laughs) Just take what I share and run with it. I've already gotten... So if you guys listened to the previous episode, you'll, you will have remembered what my new goal is basically to help 10,000 women run their first 50 K. I've gotten so many surveys, um, that people have already submitted that they've taken everything that I have shared on this podcast and used it to help train themselves for their race. So I hate to break it to you, but you have no excuses. (laughs) And on top of that, I have a bunch of free resources that you guys can take advantage of. First and foremost, my uh, daily shakedown routine that's going to help you get warmed up for your run. It's also going to show you what joints really need some work, what joints might actually be holding you back from doing really well in running because you're limited or they're painful or, you know, they need to be addressed. Um, I'll put all of these links into the show notes because some of them don't have like easily uh, recitable links that you can just go to. My plan is to make them that way, but... So go get the shakedown. That one's free. You can also get my free 10 week ultra training plan. So this is just like the first 10 weeks of the training plan that I actually give away in, um, run your first 50 K and it's meant to sort of start you out on the right foot. If you just have no idea how to start training, this will sort of outline what to do and when, okay, take advantage of that. That one does have an easy link. It's on my website, megan-gould.com forward slash 10 week plan, the number 10 week plan, no spaces. And then the last one would be uh, to, to join the run your first 50k Facebook group. And this one is for women, because again, my objective is to help 10,000 women No, like, of course we have lots of guys that listen to the podcast and you guys are welcome to listen. And we, I love that you're here, but my specific mission is to help women, but that doesn't mean that those resources aren't for you. You can definitely partake in them. Um, so that Facebook group, you can find it on Facebook. Just go to the top search bar and, uh, look for run your first 50 K and it will show up and you'll just have to answer a couple questions to get in. And like I said, I will put all of those links into the show notes. And I will say that if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at find your ultra, go do that today because I've been sharing a lot of stuff, a lot of videos on strength and mobility and some of this mindset stuff. Uh, I'm really just trying to get better at sharing more helpful content over there. So make sure that we are friends. And for those of you guys that are supposed to be signing up for your race today, I look forward to seeing those emails. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.